Welcome to Ladies Who Love Christ, where we love to encourage you to build intimacy with Christ. We'll bring you insights and teachings to help you grow in your walk with Jesus, ultimately becoming the strong, godly woman you were created to be. Here's Ashley Pope Todorova. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Ladies Who Love Christ. We are so glad to have you tuning in today. My name is Ashley Pope Todorova. I'm founder of Ladies Who Love Christ Ministries. And whether you are tuning in here live as we live produce our show, or if you're tuning in on Faith Talk Atlanta every weekend, we love our Faith Talk team. We're just glad that you found the radio program. You guys are in for such a special treat today. I am so excited. We are doing a live interview with Jonathan Youssef of Candid Conversations with Jonathan Youssef. That's his incredible podcast. Um, he's an amazing person. I've been able to get to know him and his wife. And so I've asked them to be on the show today. And you guys are in for a great treat. Uh, before I begin, I just want to thank our incredible ministry sponsors, uh, our platinum sponsors at anypest.com. If you're in the metro Atlanta area and you need the absolute best in exterminating, um, please look up anypest.com. They're our good friends. They're such great people, and they actually make this programming possible. You know, we're so grateful for each and every partner that has come alongside this ministry. I also want to just give a huge shout out to Southern Phoenix Services. This is a woman-owned uh, plumbing company right here in Atlanta. You can visit southernphoenixservices.com. And also my dear friend, Elizabeth Miller and family caregiver. She's from Happy Healthy Caregiver and her digital platform is incredible. You've got to check her out. It is happyhealthycaregiver.com. And then last but not least, I am so excited to announce that we have also been able to partner with Clean Juice. Clean Juice is an incredible, incredible company. They are a, a Christian company. They make wraps and smoothies and cleanses and juices. And it's safe to say I love some clean juice. I'm actually repping there. I run on Jesus and Juice gear so you can get some merch. But welcome to Clean Juice. We're so excited. So we're going to go ahead and um, bring on Jonathan today. We are going to be talking about ministry and life and just everything that's going on currently in our world, everything that we are uh, going through. Jonathan's going to speak into that. And I'm, I'm thrilled. So uh, Jonathan's a husband. He's a father. He's a pastor. He is a, um, a new father to their little girl, Eva Adair. She's absolutely beautiful. And an almost four-year-old, precious little boy, Isaac. Um, he and his wife, Lindsay, uh, reside here in Atlanta. Um, he has spent seven years as the international director for Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef um, before he moved to Sydney, Australia, um, to serve for three years as an assistant Um uh, minister at the St. Uh, Thomas Anglican Church. So he's got such a rich history. And now Jonathan, we're going to talk about this today. He's the director of intergenerational ministries at the Church of the Apostles in Atlanta. So if you guys are here in the Atlanta area, I'm sure you know of Church of the Apostles. If not, look them up. Absolutely incredible church. Um, and he is also the host of Candid Conversations with Jonathan Youssef. This is actually how Jonathan and I came to know each other as I was blessed to be on his podcast. And I can share that later. Um, but Jonathan, so glad to have you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for being here with us today. It's really a joy. I'm so excited for all of our girls to 
uh, and women and ladies that are really listening all over the world to get to hear from you. So welcome. Thank you, Ashley. And I might say your introduction <laughs> video that I just watched was excellent. Thank Very you. well produced. <laughs> I can take no credit for that. that <laughs> I know all, how that goes. <laughs> that is all the incredible Faith Talk team <laughs> making that happen. That's right. But thank you. Thank you. Just excited to have you today. And I know that you know, I, I don't do interviews like this often, Jonathan, um, but I thought, who can speak into what is happening in our world right now? And who is somebody that is uh, someone that I trust to to speak into some of these really hard issues? Um, and without a doubt, that's you and your team. And I'm um, just glad to have you on the show. So oh, well, I hope <laughs> I hope I'm some help. <laughs> so, you've set a high bar here. Hey, no pressure. <laughs> so, so let's talk about your podcast first. This is exciting. I, I got to be on your podcast. I enjoyed it. Um, an amazing team you have. Tell me a little bit about that and what inspired you to start Candid Conversations. Yes. Inspiration is an interesting word to start with. So um, I'm sort of the reluctant uh person to take over things. And so what happened was leading the way with Dr. Michael Youssef, you'd already mentioned is, is uh, Michael Youssef is my father. Uh, leading the way ministries has um, been part of my life for as far as I can remember. And um, one of the sort of visions for the year 2025, so some goals that the, that the ministry was setting was reaching the next generation. And so a team of people from Leading the Way got together and sort of brainstormed, how can we really and truly reach out and equip and train and, and yes. answer questions for that next generation? And they said, how about a podcast? Well, then they thought, Dr. Youssef has almost zero time available on his schedule, and he may not even know what a podcast is. <laughs> so they came to me uh, and asked if if I'd be interested in this. Well, I'm actually the one that didn't know anything about podcasts. Um, <laughs> I don't think I'd ever truly listened to a podcast. I'd heard about them. So I was sort of shoved into this role. Uh, but ever since, you know, ever since the the drop uh, of the initial interview and all these things, I've I've truly loved every single moment. And, uh, you know, as you know, being a part of it, it's you you're learning so much about uh, not just about the person who's sitting across from you or, right. or even in the computer across from you, but you're hearing about unique stories of how God is 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 uh, instrumentally working in people's lives, how he's tying right. all things together, how he's bringing people who we would, uh, uh, you know, not originally have made connections with, uh, you know, drawing us together in community and, and helping us to learn and grow. And then that's being broadcast out to you know, thousands of people who are then yeah. being edified by that. Uh, and so we have a real diverse platform. Um, I've brought in former seminary professors, um, people who have had rich experiences and encounters such as yourself. Uh, and so we talk theology, we talk yes. um, some current event type things. We talk about big issues like uh, abortion, adoption, suicide, uh, you know, heavy things, light things. We're kind of all over the place. Uh, and then occasionally I'll do a little teaching myself, uh, but I try and limit that as much as I can because I think people want to they want to hear from others, uh, maybe more so than myself. Well, what really stood out to me, Jonathan, about your podcast was the fact that you are a good listener 
And that is something in our world that I think we've lost the art of listening to other people and 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 letting them tell their stories and and learning from other people, not just as we were talking about a little bit before we came live, uh, not just living in your own little you know box, but but listening to others. And you are you are most certainly a good listener. Um, that stood out to me. So I noticed some of your guests on your podcast, um, Anne Graham Lotz, uh, Elisa Childers. Um, Mark Rich, this is incredible. So you've been able to have some great conversations from amazing, a, a real spectrum of of people as well. Which is, um, you know, for me, I think I was probably when we started, I was looking for a type. I wanted to kind of talk to maybe the intellectual type of person that I thought mm-hmm. that would enrich people. Mm-hmm. Um, but but as that sort of uh, spectrum grew, I realized, no, you know what? It's it's this is truly the the uh, what we call the invisible church. You know, the 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 people that we wouldn't ordinarily interact with, hearing their stories and their the way that God is uh, using them, uh, the way that God is transforming them, the way that He's using them through a ministry or whatever it is, uh, that actually has served me better rather than trying to think through my little narrow scope of what I think yeah. would be helpful. Yes, absolutely. Well, listen, um, let our audience know how can they find your podcast. This is important. We want you ladies to subscribe. I'm subscribed. I follow. I reshare all the time. You'll see Candid Pod all over my social. Um, so how can they find you, Jonathan? Yep. So website, ltw.org slash candid, C-A-N-D-I-D. And the easiest way is really just any podcast platform that you used, type in Candid Conversations with Jonathan Youssef. You'll probably get halfway through that and something will pop up and you'll see my my picture there. Uh, awesome. So okay. that's probably the best way. Yep. Well, make sure you ladies do that. So Jonathan, before we uh, get ready to go to break and our little Q&A, if anyone wants to ask questions, this is going to be their chance to ask questions of you. So that's an exciting time. But for somebody who is listening and maybe they're new in their faith, Jonathan, maybe they've just come to know Christ. What are some very simple applicable things um, that you would suggest to them to help them grow stronger in their walk with Christ? You know, I think there's two things. Uh, The two most important things are people and the word. Amen. So we, we, uh, you know, God exists as Trinity. He is in relationship with himself. Uh, he created mankind. He created Adam and Eve to be in relationship. So, so all throughout scripture, uh, we read about relationship. We read about good relationships, broken relationships, and all that sort of thing. But relationship is key. So people, yes. and then the second thing is getting into the Word of God. The yes. Word can be intimidating, but there are a lot of books and 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 resources that can help people to to gain the riches that exist in the Word of God. That's how we have to live our lives. Yes. Yes. Amen to that. Well, I am. I'm so excited because after our live uh, broadcast ends, um, I know I see your team here. I keep looking down. The Candid Pod team is on the stream. They're letting you know how you can connect to them. Um, but you can maybe plug some of the resources you suggest for people. So, ladies, thank you for tuning in. I'm excited to dive in deeper with Jonathan after the break. We're going to be talking about um, so many rich things that I think are going to encourage your heart so much. So. We're going to be back soon after the break. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ladies Who Love Christ. We'll be back with more right after this.
name is Ashley Poptodorova, founder of Ladies Who Love Christ Ministries, and I want to tell you about my good friends at AnyPest. With five-star reviews, safety protocols in place, and over 30 years in business, they are the absolute best for all of your pest control needs. If you are dissatisfied with your current company, call my friends at AnyPest today. Visit AnyPest.com. We're back. This is Ladies Who Love Christ. Here's Ashley Pope Todorova. Hi, ladies, and welcome to Ladies Who Love Christ. Maybe you're just turning your dial and hearing this uh, radio program today. I'm so glad that you found us. Uh, my name is Ashley Pope Todorova. I'm with uh, Ladies Who Love Christ Ministries. We have our radio program that airs every weekend on Faith Talk Atlanta, and we also produce it live on Tuesdays. Um, so we're glad that you found the show. Um, today, I have the pleasure of sitting down with Jonathan Youssef, and we're talking about um, just ministry and life and um, what's happening in our world. So, Jonathan, thank you again for being here. Um, thank before- you for having me. Yes, love it. Um, before the break, we were talking about um, your podcast, uh, Candid Conversations with Jonathan Youssef. Make sure you look that podcast up and subscribe, available on all major podcast platforms. Um, but Jonathan, to the person who is, and this actually was some of the questions that the ladies asked on break that we didn't get to cover, to the person who's worried about the state of our world right now, um, maybe they're looking to everything that's taking place around them and they feel uh, anxiety. I know a lot of people have come to me and said, I feel anxiety and I've never struggled with anxiety ever before. What are some words of encouragement or scriptures or, or thoughts that you can offer these women? Um, that's an excellent question, and I think one a lot of people are, are probably asking these days. Um, I don't want to sound trite, but I think sometimes we we look for encouragement, like uh, uh, we the implication then is that I don't have a foundation that feels sturdy, and so I need these little uh, life rafts of of encouragement or something to to help me. And I think that that and and, and hear me. I hope you hear me clearly. I'm not saying that those aren't good or helpful, but I think sometimes they can be uh, false helps. Uh, they're not what you really need in that moment. What what I think people really need, especially when we start feeling, uh, you know, the anxiety and the fear sort of crashing down on us. Mm-hmm. And and what I think people need is to have a big God theology. Uh, having a small God theology. I think only causes more fear and stress and anxiety because you you do not believe in a sovereign God who holds all things together. So if you're looking for a scripture to help ground you in that, I would start at Hebrews chapter one. I would read Colossians chapter one about the supremacy of Christ, that he holds all things together that he has rescued us. If you are a believer in Christ, he's rescued you from the kingdom of darkness and placed you in the kingdom of light, in in the light. So, so then when you do look at uh, trials and circumstances, and I'm not, I I hope you hear me right. I'm not trying to make light of trials and circumstances because those are, those are very real, but they're also common to, to all mankind. So what is it that separates the believers from the rest of the world is the big God theology, is, is an understanding that even in the midst of this trial, God holds things together. So what is the worst thing that could happen? 
there's really nothing that could that could yeah. separate me from the love of God, you know, to use Paul's line. I, I even think of the story of Job. I mean, what was Job's yeah. failure? He had a big God theology, and then he went through all these trials, and then he had his friends come along and fill his head with a lot of different ideas and philosophies, and he eventually started trending towards a small God theology. And then yeah. God presents himself and he says, who are you to question me? And, you know, did you lay out the foundations of the earth? You know, and I think sometimes we get so caught up in yes. our circumstances or what's happening in the, in the world around us. And we allow those to, um, to dictate our, our emotions or our thoughts about who God is and that's false. That's a falsehood. And that's that's really what you know the world, the flesh, and the devil desire. They want they they want that to happen. They want you to think in that way versus to in the you know as Paul and Silas did in Acts chapter sixteen. I think praise God in the in the middle in midnight while they're yeah. sitting in prison. They've just been beaten with rods. Uh, that's a pretty hopeless predicament, right? Yeah. When we think of our brothers and sisters suffering in, in yeah. Afghanistan, yeah. How how is a person able to praise God in the midst of, of the darkest moment of their life? Well, it's because they know the character of their God. So again, to come back to the new believer who's coming to, you know, what, what are the things we recommend? Again, I think it's, it's uh, being able to wrestle with the text, being able to read something that's helpful, that... Yes. Uh, is instructing your your mind and your heart about who God is. Because, you know, I think about uh, the book of Deuteronomy is constantly, a friend of mine just came in the other day and he was saying, I love Deuteronomy because it's constantly saying, remember, 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 remember. So it's constantly, yeah. even the Decalogue, you know, the, 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 the Ten Commands from God starts with gospel. Uh, Hero Israel, the Lord is one, and and I've rescued you out of Egypt. Just remember what I have done for you. Remember who I am, who my what my nature is, and and if you can rest in that, I'm not saying that circumstances won't be difficult, and I'm not saying that you won't feel shattered even at times. But but the reality is that you can always lean on on what you know and trust and have seen and evidenced uh, uh, by God even in just in reading scripture and seeing how he's done yeah. it throughout history. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that is one of the biggest things we try to teach our ladies is that you've got to be, um, I, I know, and I, I, again, I say this respectfully too. I know so many people that put so much time into reading um, everyone else's thoughts and, and, and what's taking yeah. place and what the media is saying. And, right. and you've got to get in the word, ladies. If, if you want that peace, if you want to know uh, so many women, what's God's will for my life? If you want to know God's will, you have to know God's word. The, the two the two are, are connected. So mm. um Fantastic, fantastic advice there. Um, you know, we were speaking before the uh, break about, um, or before we actually went live, about you. You are currently uh, the director of intergenerational ministries at the Church of the Apostles, and I love what you told me. And I would love if you would, as um, briefly as you can, I can remember relay, relay some of that to the yeah. women, because one of the questions, Jonathan, during the break from one of our dear uh, ladies who love. Christ was, how would you counsel someone or what would you suggest to someone who has stopped going to church due to our current social and religious climate? So what are your thoughts on that, Jonathan? Um, okay. So uh, I, I've talked with a number of people throughout the years. Uh, so when things get hard, 
people immediately start making kind of either pros and cons list, or they start saying, what are the things I can remove that are obstacles or barriers in my life? And sadly, some of the first things that people start taking off the list are church, mm -hmm. uh, Bible study, fellowship, you know, time together with, with that community, right? Because we yeah. are trying to be protective of our time, uh, of our energy, and those things require time and energy. Uh, yeah. I remember a friend in Australia who was starting his master's uh, diploma. His wife was uh, teaching and was away on the uh, uh, doing sports instruction on the weekend, and so they weren't having a lot of time together. Yes. And so they said we wanted we wanted Sunday to be our time together, and I said that's great. I'm not telling you not to have your time together, but you can have your time together with the rest of the group too, because yeah. I said when you when you eliminate that. You now have that those foundations that we just talked about. Those foundations, the, the, one of the great benefits of church is that the the church is all collectively all together, reminding one another uh, that we need one another, that we need to submit ourselves to uh, to Christ, that we need to submit ourselves in our lives, and, and you know the dying to self, the yes. you know all those doctrines that are good and true. They're being remind because we're so fickle and we forget things so easily uh yeah. as, as humans and 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 often we become prideful and think well i don't need to remember that i already know that i have my bible i can kind of go and do it all on my own and i think okay good go and try that and tell me yeah. how it goes because those I'm people eventually you know to use the phrase that's popular these days is sort of they begin to deconstruct so yeah. their, their faith becomes shambles because it's not being built up and reinforced and equipped by fellow believers. So to come back to the intergenerational issue, that I think uh, is better served in a in a multi generational church where there are older wise saints uh, and young passionate people. Not that the older ones can't be passionate or that the young ones can't be wise. But that tends to be kind of the, the models that we see. And so so the, the church is served well when the generations come together. And probably this person who doesn't want to go to church, I'm guessing some of the generational issues are, are at play in there, um, especially as we think about COVID and especially as we think about, um, uh, you know, masks and no masks and vaccines and no vaccines. Yeah. You know, those are those are hard issues. But to go and 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 avoid the conversation altogether or to yes. you know, want to go and try and just do it on your own. Right. One, you're not serving your people well, because right. don't forget, it's not just about you. You're actually going and you are your presence at church and with your, your Bible study or whatever your, your community is in that, you know, within the Christian sense, uh, they're better served if you are there, if you are present, you uh, are not just you being served by them. And I think sometimes we have too much of that. Uh, is my church serving me? Yes. <laughs> we need to flip that question around and say, am I serving the body? Am I being helpful? What am I doing? Am I looking for ways to serve? Am I looking for those opportunities? 
Jonathan, absolutely fantastic. Today flew by. Um, I really think that we are going to have to have you on the radio program again for a part two to just dive even deeper into these issues. Fantastic job um, bulleting um, the core core things that people, people need because you are absolutely right. Um, we are a body of believers. We are called to do life together and um, as the church especially, not to allow these things to separate and to divide us. Ladies, I am so glad that you are on the show today. The dialogue has been fantastic. The Candid Conversations podcast team is on there as well. Um, so you can connect with them. Go to ltw.org uh, forward slash Candid. You can also look up Candid Conversations with Jonathan Youssef on all major podcast platforms. I cannot end this show without thanking our incredible, incredible ministry sponsors. Ladies, I look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ladies Who Love Christ. For more, go to ladieswholovechrist.com and join us on Facebook, Ladies Who Love Christ Ministries.